Hey, listening friends, I'm your host and coach, Laura Malone. As an entrepreneur and leader, wife and mom, teacher and creator, I am showing up to share possibility with you and help you find vision and wisdom because you deserve to be equipped and released as the hero of your own story. Coaching really does help you change your life. And if you want to know how to guide yourself and others well, I created this podcast just for you. It's a place where you can grab tools, teachings, and ideas for both personal and spiritual growth, as well as entrepreneurship and coaching, if that's your thing. So as you listen in, I pray I can help you create a legacy of impact and really start writing the story of a life you love living. Now let's jump into today's episode. All right, here we are. I've been doing an episode every day in January because I had just had so much on my plate that I wanted to give you to get you going on your year as a coach, both personally and professionally. But this episode, I want to teach you two things. I want to give you two great tools. The first one um, that I'm going to, well, actually the second one I'm going to cover is called the Dove Hour, which is actually my weekly process that helps me get focused, um, focused with God's help and spirit-led direction for my week so I get greater results. I have been a homeschooling, work-from-home mom for 20 years, running our nonprofit from literally wherever home was or on a deployment before we had our before I had my business. And then even with my business, I've been work at home <laughs> So I'm just going to tell you, when you work from home, and especially if you're like a homeschooler, you have kids, sometimes you end the day and you don't feel like you got any results. And I'm going to tell you that having a process in my life that helps me work towards having results so that I go to bed feeling like I actually accomplished something (laughs) has been so delightful (laughs) because I I think I spent, I'm just going to say maybe 18 of the last 20 years not feeling like I was accomplishing anything by the end of the day (laughs) because I just couldn't see it. I was resistant to creating a schedule or even a routine. I was really rebellious against the whole idea because I really didn't know how to do it in a way that would work for me. I've tried all the things. I've heard all the people. I just, my brain doesn't operate the same way as a lot of people's brains when they do the type of um, like time blocking that works for some people. It just never worked for me. There was just different ways. I'm like, I need flexibility built in. I need th- I need my schedule and my calendar to be like clouds in the sky. They move, right? So that's one thing I'm going to share with you today. It builds on something I've taught in the past episodes. The second tool I wanted to give you is called grace. Grace supersedes intention. My situation at home and at work has changed. So for the rest of January, I'm not going to do an episode a day because that was my intention and it, it, you know, it was okay to have that and to have that goal. All of the things that I was going to give in the podcast every day for the rest of January, they're still coming. They're just going to be spread out instead of daily. No problems, right? But essentially, this weekend, I leave tomorrow, I have to head to New York for the weekend, and then next weekend, suddenly, I'm headed to D.C. for uh, the National Day of Prayer, like meetings and a gala with my husband surrounding 
all of the work that we do in our nonprofit, um, Crisis Response International. So there's so much that suddenly happened that I know is the Lord that I need to go do. And so I have to give my business and my coaching practice grace. All of my personal intention of what I was going to accomplish, the results I was going to get that are, that, you know, come out of the dove hour and my flow, my time management process, all those things, they now get shifted. They are clouds that I moved around in the sky because I have to give myself grace and let it supersede all of the intention that I had set. Okay. Why am I telling you this? I had intentions and plans and a clear strategy for getting an episode a day out to you in January, but instead of holding myself to it, and by the way, no listeners or animals are being harmed in the making of this decision, I'm giving myself grace to pivot. I need to do other things besides create content at that rate, both for my clients as well as for my family. So these things, they need to just supersede the plan that I set in place. And I will ask you, How can you implement this tool called grace in your own life and business? What grace is not is enabling and excusing. Grace is saying, boy, I really wanted that, but this is a priority. And so with grace and humility, I'm going to set that thing I wanted aside, the intention I had, the results I desired, I'm setting that aside for something that is more meaningful, more impactful, more powerful, more of what aligns with God's will right now. I'm letting that supersede it. And grace says, I did not fail because I'm doing that. It's just going to be different. Okay. So how can you implement that? What do you need to give yourself grace about and let go of in a new way so that, you know, things work actually better for you? How can you let grace cover you and be led in the direction that you need to go so you're not burned out or overwhelmed or even just lukewarm and wishy-washy, right? So do it in a way that allows you to be decisive and committed. Okay, so now that I've established that important truth and tool, let's move on to the point of today's episode. I want to share the Dove Hour with you. It's based on spending time with the Holy Spirit, which is symbolized by the Dove, at the beginning of your week and then letting him lead you. And so using the framework of my first things first time management process that I teach back in episodes uh, 36 and mostly in 37, basically you lay out everything that's in your mind, your emotions, your imagination, then you organize and prioritize them, but you do it with the Holy Spirit's influence. So it's an intentional invitation for God to to direct your steps It's not a system of creating perfection. It's a place to take imperfect action. You know, I preach on that and create a layout of all you need to do and all you want to do so that you get greater results and a sense of accomplishment at the end of the week. And you're more in alignment with the direction you should go. And Psalm 63 verse one says, Oh God, you are my God. Early will I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh fades for you. And Here's what I'm going to tell you. I'm not an early morning person. So I'm translating early to early in my week. (laughs) Doesn't mean it's early in my day. (laughs) For the dove hour, early in my week will I seek you about what the rest of the week is supposed to look like. That's that's, uh, Laura's passion translation of it. And 
whatever it is for you. Like my husband is a very early morning person and that works for him. But for me, sometimes it's better for me at nighttime or later in the afternoon when I've finished some other things. And what is it for you? Maybe the beginning of a week is not Monday morning for you. It doesn't matter when you do it. It could be Sunday afternoon, or maybe the beginning of your week is like Tuesday or Wednesday. Whatever works for you, Dove Hour is a time when you strategically take all that's in your head and heart and then place it before God and ask for a divine direction, right? So you lay out, lay it out, you pray over it, and then you just take action and you move into it. You move through it and you trust that God's with you and leading you. You are not sitting and waiting for lightning to strike or this audible voice to tell you what day to do laundry. You're just being you, but you invited him in. So you are using the skills and tools and energy he gave you to work and figure this out with the critical thinking skills you've been equipped with. You have a brain and I'm giving you a tool of that creates clear direction for you. So between those two things, and then you invite God into it, all of this added up means that you can trust it all work together for good. So when you are working with a client and they're throwing all their energy into a hundred different things, you can see from the outside that it's not working well. They're not getting anywhere closer to reaching their goal, to doing what it is they say they want to do. It's wise to just stop and help them become aware of what they aren't accomplishing and help them figure out why. How are they sabotaging themselves? How are they their own obstacle? And it's the same for us as coaches. When we put all of our energy into several different places at once, and I'm always going to point you back to the one tree focus, you know, you can tell. So the way I see the Dove Hour and this whole time management process, it's really picking, it's deciding upon the tree in the backyard that you want to take down and going and getting the axe you need and swinging the axe at the one tree multiple times every day until it's down. And that's different than obviously swinging a bat at the tree because the bat's not going to cut the tree down or swinging an axe at 10 different trees, which is still not going to take the tree down. So lay out what's in front of you and do a big mind castle clean out. It's kind of like a brain dump, right? Then organize it based on time and energy required and place all of those things into the slots on your calendar, which is basically your backyard, right? So you, you've got this sharp ax, it's the tool, and your calendar is the backyard. <laughs> in, in front of, you're going and putting yourself right in front of the correct tree to take down. Now, if I don't have this, I could spend four hours in the morning working on three different episodes, um, cultivating the next live coaching session for my Sterling and Stone coaches in the greenhouse, creating templates and graphics, starting the laundry, driving a kid to work, feeding and walking the dog, like morning meeting with God. (laughs) All of, there are just so many things, pay the bills. Then I can tell you that in four hours, maybe three of those things are done well and completely. And two of them include breathing beings because those people are louder than all of the work that's just sitting at my desk, right? When I have everything in the clouds, right? If I have all of this laid out and I know what's coming at me, I know what my goals are, 
I know what kind of results I want to have by the end of the week because I see how they play into this bigger picture of my life and what I want to accomplish. It sets me up for success because it's my responsibility to set myself up for success. It is nobody else's. Nobody else has responsibility for what I accomplish, what results I get, how successful I am at anything, or my perception of any of it. That's all on me. So this is me taking responsibility for my time and owning it. So I use the first things first time management process that I talked about in episode 37, but now I've simplified the whole tool and I just call it the Dove Hour, right? So at the beginning of my week, my Dove Hour is sometimes on Sunday, but sometimes it's on Monday. And I just look at all the things on my plate, I dump it all out, and then I collect all the things that are on my lists on my phone, including like, are there things at the grocery store on the list in my phone that I need to go get? Well, then going to the grocery store is a thing I need to do, right? I collect any of the uh, post-its and the, the things on the notepad on my desk and all of the things that are floating through my chicken and waffles brain. And I guess like, to explain that, that's what I call it because sometimes my thoughts are more like chickens running free range <laughs> organically. <laughs> and sometimes my thoughts work succinctly from like one buttery maple square of a waffle to the next. And it's so organized at that moment. And then literally within 30 minutes, I can be a chicken. <laughs> so sometimes I'm organized and sequential and sometimes I'm not. So what I do has to be able to fit into my life. I'm done. And I suggest this to you to think about how this applies to your life. I am done trying to change who I am organically, free range, and naturally in my life to accommodate something like a calendar. No, that calendar, there are so many things out in the world today that can be tweaked to accommodate who I am. Who I am is not going to change. I'm done. Maybe it's maybe it's the late 40s kicking in. I don't know. But I'm sick of those decades of trying to fit myself into I am a star that does not fit into any of the holes on that toy. There's, I don't fit into the square, the circle, or the triangle. <laughs> like, maybe you had one that had a star hole, but I didn't. <laughs> I can see it very clearly. And I didn't, I don't fit into any of those. Maybe it's more like a unicorn shape. Okay, anyway, I digress again. So if you go to the tool, it's in the, it's in the show notes, and you can download it. And you'll see how I put all of the things that I, my mind castle clean out, right? My brain dump. I put all of those things into three categories of little, middle, and big things based on how much time and energy they're going to require of me. And the longer you do this, the better you get at looking at something and immediately kind of knowing where to put that. Then I look at the calendar just for the week in front of me, not anywhere past that. And I see where each of them could fit based on how I do life. You know, I have to drive a kid to work a couple of times a week and then pick her back up and right in the middle of the workday. I schedule around 30 minutes in mid-morning for that and 30 minutes mid-afternoon. But I know that I, I also don't do certain things on Fridays and I don't do certain other things on Mondays. And then my client work is specifically on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. Thursdays are scheduled like held up 
held aside for my live coaching sessions with my greenhouse coaches. Uh, I work on that on Thursdays. On Mondays, I'm working on scheduling, website, overall business needs, tech, finances, that kind of stuff. And I don't do any client work. But I do do the Dove Hour if I didn't already do it on Sunday, which sometimes I just like to do that because I like to kind of be ready to get up and going on Monday. Okay, that all may have completely applied to you and maybe it doesn't and you can tweak it. I really want to teach you and encourage you to not set things that you hear or learn in stone, but instead, Semper Gumby, always flexible. Let the things in your life become more flexible than you are used to letting them be. I promise it's it's akin to that tool called grace. And I, rec- I really recommend that you come up with a schedule or routine that works best for you. I like everything to be on the calendar, but again, my perspective is that each thing needs to be movable. So I have uh, 11 pencils on my desk and a cup right now and a pencil sharpener. Everything I do goes in pencil unless I'm signing a uh, thank you card. That's how it, that's how I go. It's how I flow. And it's what makes it easy to move the fact that I've already moved everything around because I've already categorized everything into the little, middle, or big things. So I know what the chunk of time is that I need if I'm going to move things around. It gives me a snapshot, like an overview of what's on my plate. But I personally can't do a like a time blocking schedule that is hard and fast and and isn't movable and is just too fill too full like to overflowing that there's no place to move anything because there's no place to move it I can't do that I don't do that I need a routine and a flow with a ra- awareness of what fits into it and then I can see all of that in my mind and on my calendar and it's more like a mind map because That inspires me to create content and value at random moments and then still be able to know what's on my plate that needs to get done by the end of the day or the end of the week, even though I stopped to do something that I was inspired to do. And I need to be able to give myself permission to go with it when inspiration lands. And that only works because I know what's on my plate and what my priorities are ahead of time so I can move them around and still accomplish everything that's important. Then on top of that, I have some things that I call DEF and some things that are called FLEX. Obviously, like these are abbreviations for definite and flexible. So that means that some of the things on my calendar are in definite positions, like taking my daughter to work. That can't change. Other people are counting on those things that are labeled DEF in my calendar or like client sessions. Obviously, I can't change that just because... I am inspired today. No, I have a client session. That's definite, right? So the flex times are like when I think about Monday morning, that Thursday at nine might be a good time to work on episodes or something else that's on my plate this week, but it's flex because that can change. I'm the only one affected. It's not urgent and I can change it when it's scheduled. But when I see it on my calendar, I move it. I don't delete it and wait for the next week. I actually just move it into a a place that is separate and waiting. Either I put it on next week's schedule, go ahead, or I have kind of like a, a place for things like that that have to be taken off of this week's uh, routine or flow. 
that had, you know, I decided in my dove hour, this is when it was going to get done. But now I realize it can't get done this week at all. I have a separate place that I kind of pushed that thing off to. And then I revisit it when I do next week's dove hour. Does that make sense for you? I'm hoping you're following me. Okay. So I try to, well, it still needs to be done. Let me let me just say, like, back up for a second. It still needs to get done. So I have to leave it somewhere until it's done. Okay. You you get you don't just delete it. You remember that it still needs to get done and you put it somewhere. Maybe you make a list, maybe you just shift it into your calendar next week and move it again once you do your dove hour for next week. So I try my best to decide how long I'm going to give myself to do something. And I recommend you challenge yourself however you can. So rather than telling myself, I don't know how long that's going to take, I decide, and I didn't used to do this, but I've realized it's really powerful when I do it. I decide how long I will give myself to do that thing. So if I'm working on a specific episode and I know I still need to do a little more research about something, I'm going to look into something and I still need to record it and I still need to, you know, schedule it. Well, I can tell myself, I, gosh, I don't know how long that one's going to take because I'm not sure what it's going to take me to do the research on it. I really want to look for something specific and I really want to build something out. And what if God wants to tell me something new? Because that happens a lot. Well, maybe, I don't know, should I just give myself two hours for that? Nope. You get an hour. That's that's what I do. I just decide for the whole loop of it, research and script it, like notes, whatever, and then record it and then publish it. It gets an hour. If I need to add to that, I can, but it's after. And my goal is to get it all done in an hour. Or maybe I separate them and I say like the research on next month's podcast All of that research will be done next week on Tuesday afternoon, unless a client schedules. But otherwise, if that Tuesday afternoon is free, then that will be episode research. And then I separate that from actual uh, recording and publishing. So you can decide to tell yourself that how long you get to do something, the longer you sit and wait because you don't know, so you don't give it any time frame, it has no deadline, it has no urgency, it has no intention behind it, then you don't know what to do with that. And I'm encouraging that as you, if you pick this process up and you stick with it, you will learn what it really takes you to do all of the things. Just don't be afraid to make a decision. It's okay to decide and change and tweak later, but decide now, please. And I shoot for the time that I say it's going to take me because I've scheduled everything else around it in order to do my best work. So that time frame actually helps me move more quickly and with more determination. And I I actually produce better work because I don't have all day to get it done. Again, grace over intention if necessary, but give give yourself something to aim for. So think of the great ice hockey players, Wayne Gretzky and my Mr. Malone. (laughs) They say they don't focus on where the puck was or is. They focus on where they want it to go. Consider all the places you want your life to go. Get vision for it, where you want your business to be, your coaching to be, your life to be. 
and then hit the puck on the path that will most quickly get you there. Like most sustainable path, most solid path. And this tool for me is one of the ways that I aim for the vision I have for my life and my business. Okay, so what works best for you? Is it a block schedule, time blocking, where you lay out in definite timeframes what you do exactly, where you do exactly what, and how long you have to get it done, and it's kind of like immovable, unless, you know, there is just a little bit less movable than what I'm talking about. Not that you can't move things, and I'm not gonna do an episode on time blocking. Maybe I'll have another coach come on and do that someday. But it doesn't work for me well, so I wouldn't be able to express it to you very well, but it's definitely out there. You could Google it, right? Lots of templates for it. Or would it work better for you to have a system that helps you identify all the things that need to get done and put those items kind of in the clouds that moves through the sky like I do? So everybody has their best way and you need to find yours. Don't discount that whole idea of time management simply because it's too rigid for you or it's too loosey goosey the way I'm telling you, like just get creative, make it yours, borrow my template for it, and then tweak as you go. Okay. One thing I tell myself is I'm not going to know. I'm not going to know it until I get there and I find out. That's just the deal. I'm not going to know if this works until I actually try. I'm not going to know the answer until I go get into the problem. So that helps me just take a step and go do a thing. And for project management, now I used to use Airtable, which is a lot like Asana. I don't know what you use, but I found this app called Notion. It's, um, it's, it works with a lot more integrations and has a lot more movement to it that I enjoy than Asana or Airtable. And I'm figuring out currently how to connect it more with my Google Workspace because it does that. But for my chicken and waffle brain that likes to create my own workspace and project management screens, I really love Notion. So there's a link in the show notes for it if you're interested in looking at it. But it's web-based, and then there's also an app. It's all synced together. They have a great free plan. If you um, you know just don't have the money to invest in it, it's great. And also, if you're a nonprofit, you can apply for a nonprofit credit. And you know what? If you're a startup business, you can apply for their startup credit, which is up to $1,000. It's 100 bucks a year. So that can actually cover the cost of your platform for a year or more, depending on how much they approve you for. So I love their desire to support new businesses and new and nonprofits, as well as really offer a truly amazing platform for people with brains like mine. So the basis of all of this that I'm sharing comes down to one thing. If you truly get focused on your coaching practice and business, then you need to be scheduled. Not only do you need a client scheduler like Acuity, but you need also a Google Calendar to be linked to it. And you need to be operating at a high level from a schedule if you have a business and clients. So get used to it now and you'll be prepared for it to actually be full of clients. You don't want to you don't want to find that you get a client who schedules but because you've never put your personal schedule and what you're doing in your personal life into your business calendar inside of Google or whatever you use and then you never apply it to your client scheduling system or platform 
Well, now you've got times that weren't blocked off and a client scheduled, you know, when you're not home when or you're not at work or you're not, you're out of town. And now you have to reach out and reschedule them simply because you don't use a calendar. You have to have this. If you're going to have clients, it is the responsible thing to do. But more than all of that, you need to get focused by laying it all out and submitting it to the Lord. So take your Dove Hour seriously, regardless of what you use, my process, anybody else's, take some time and make your own Dove Hour where you invite God into what the rest of your week, your month, your quarter, whatever, invite him into it. Everything I create must have flexibility to it. So I created this episode just to give you direction and a tool, but freedom to use it when and how is best for you. Instead of looking at this like something you have to do because somebody else is making you, like it's compulsory, try engaging it from the viewpoint of, I get to spend time with God looking specifically at my work, my life, my goals, and my time. And I don't use to-do lists anymore because I use the Dove Hour. When I dump everything that would be on a to-do list, I dump it all out. And then I add everything to the calendar so I don't have to worry about checking off the to-do list because it's already got a time slot scheduled for when I'm going to do it. So rather than building up a list of things that aren't added to a time slot, everything gets added straight to the calendar. And then it's easy when I look at each thing and I know how to decide its priority, how long it'll take, how much energy it requires from me, all the good stuff. Okay, so if you struggle to believe you have enough time to get things done, you think like, I just don't have enough time, you need this tool. I don't have enough time and I just need more time are result robbers, okay? Dream destroyer, destroyers, <laughs> they're like battleships coming at you. <laughs> they snatch hope right out of your hands. Doing this or something like it will help you understand how committed you are to yourself and your goals. You're, you're really going to get acquainted with the idea of deciding and committing. And as a coach, you need to be able to do those things because you need to be able to coach your clients to be people who decide and commit. In the end, you will find yourself getting so much more work done. You'll help your clients out so much more. You'll have more rest and restoration at the end of the week because of how much you got done without anxiety, without hustle, just because you created a plan, you had an awareness. So this is a tool you need in order to shift things in your coaching practice and business and personal life. And if you're blaming not having enough time for why you haven't gotten things done, I'm going to challenge your beliefs and your mindset. And I want you to ask yourself, why are you not decided and committed to doing the things you say you want and the things you want done? If you wanted them done, you'd schedule them and you'd get them done. The longer you leave a schedule or a flow out of your life, the longer you prevent yourself from dealing with possible failure, possible success, possible work you have to do. The longer you don't know what it is to do, the longer you're confused, the longer you're not de- you're undecided, the longer you're not committed, you can procrastinate and push off all of the possibilities of not just the hard things, but the good things, okay? You need to deal with you about that. That's not a time issue. That's not a scheduling issue. That is in your paradigm that you have been believing and thinking, if I just don't have enough time and if I blame it on time, 
because I never decide and I never commit, therefore I never follow through and take action, then I put off the failure, the, the work, the hardship, the fear, the scary, but I also put off the results and the desires and the wishes come true. So you need to actually ask yourself, why are you doing that? What are you trying to avoid by staying undecided? You're the only one who can take responsibility for your undecidedness and your lack of commitment in your life. And that that correlates to what you do with your time. Sometimes at the end of the week, you don't have everything done that you started out with on your, you know, the, in the dove hour, right? So again, you simply add them to the next week's uh, dove hour sheets and calendar. I want you to go listen to episode number 37 for more information about this. I was calling it the first things first time management because I really hadn't tied together my time with the Lord to my time management process, but now I have. And now I just simply call it the dove hour because I've started praying over my week, my work, my life, and then dump it out and organize it. So when you listen to that episode, it's all the same process. I've simply changed the name of the process to the dove hour. And I also added a page to the download with the prayer I pray over my week that, you know, in general, it's just a kind of a template you can follow. And a couple other pages, like a place to dump kind of ideas and inspiration that I don't have a place for. I don't want to put on my schedule yet, but it's in my mind and I got to get it out. (laughs) And I highly suggest using Google Workspaces calendars to all my new coaches that aren't set up in any other way. Because when you get Google Workspace, you get uh, for $6 a month, you can have an email with your domain. So you need to have a domain for your business name, right? And then you go to Google Workspace and for six bucks a month, you get an email as in Laura at starlingandstonementoring.com, okay? The domain, this is a little extra business tidbit here. The domain, starlingandstonementoring.com, you can go to, uh, you can get them through Google. Now you can get them through godaddy.com, lots of different places. You go find the business name you want for your, your website. And even without having a website, that domain is what you need so that you can go to Google Workspace and then create an email address and like support at your domain or your first name at domain, whatever it is. And it's $6 a month and you get everything, Google Docs, Google uh, Sheets, Google Forms, Google Calendar, like all of the things, $6 a month. So if you're not making any money as a coach yet, it doesn't matter because you need this so you can start having contact with people or potential clients having a professional email address, because if your email address is still laura at gmail.com, you, um, you're going to lose potential clients. That is not a legitimate business email address. So I encourage you to just dump the $6 a month into a legitimate professional email address and then connect that calendar to all of the things and start using it. You can always change it. Okay. So I, you know, this connects everything nicely. It it also connects Google Calendar, connects really nicely to Acuity Acuity for my client scheduling. That's what I've used for a very long time. I enjoy it. It's easy. And it, if I put something in my Google Calendar and I say I'm busy, it automatically updates my client scheduler. 
so nobody can schedule because I'm busy doing something else on that day or I'm out of town. Okay, so check out the show notes. You can find a link to episode 37 for the, the overview of this time management tool itself. There's a link to Notion, the project management uh, platform I'm telling you about, and also a link to the Acuity Scheduler if you want to check that out. Okay, bless you, friend. I am praying over you for your new direction, your focus, and that you would find spirit-led direction, clarity, and strategy for all of the things that you need to accomplish to be aligned with the will of God in your coaching practice in your business, and in your personal life. Okay, have a great day. I so appreciate you as a listener. And if you're looking for a community of like-hearted believers who love all things coaching, be sure to jump into the Christian Life Coach Collective Facebook group. Do you think you might be called to become a certified Sterling and Stone Life Coach? We'll learn more about the Greenhouse course where you can get trained in just 10 weeks to start building the foundation of your coaching practice. All the links you need are in the show notes. Happy story making.